Welcome back to another episode of Coffee, Convos and Curse Words. I am AJ and on this episode I am pleased to introduce my older sister Nicole and we will be talking about books because books often have the power to change the way we see things, the way we think and sometimes when a book has really touched us it has the power to change our life. So fill up your cup, sit back, relax and let's go start the conversation. Welcome, Nicole, and thank you for being here today. No problem. So before we get started, here's your coffee. Thank you. So we're going to be talking about books today, because we're both, I would say we're both readers. Yep. Um, but I don't know if we've ever asked you this before, what is your favourite book? Oh, God. Um... Or the first one that, like, comes... To comes comes to mind because mm-hmm. it is hard it's like your favorite movie isn't it you yeah there's really no way you can pick yeah uh the first one that would come to mind though would be um lock and key by um sarah Dyson. oh that is a good book i do like her books you actually got yeah. me onto her books yeah because it was um one of those bookstore finds yeah like i just f- found in like the bulk bin um on sale um <laughs> always and, a bonus yeah and i really liked her They're like the easy reads yeah they are they? and i think that's why i like them because um and i mean i've read it so many times now it's just one that you know doesn't matter what sort of mood i mean i can just pick it up and even just read a couple of chapters or yeah and i think the good thing with like sarah decent is that even though she's aimed like like she obviously writes for more on the teenage yeah. side to young adult like audience but I think the way she writes about relationships and not just like boy meet good school type of relationships but like family dynamics and there's a lot of adult themes like lock and yeah. key especially is, is that the one where her father's just died and not to her mother her mum disappear, disappears oh, and she has it's... to go and live with her um, her sister, her older sister, who's just recently married, That's and then right. it's the boy next door whose father is abusing him. Him. That's right. The I think the one I was thinking about is this lullaby. I think yeah, that's the one, yeah, that's her, the one her, about the song. Like that her she dad was, wrote. Go, and she was going running, wasn't she? Is that that one? Yeah. Um, Going running. She, yeah, she like they were both on a run, and he had a heart attack on their run, and so she yeah, like kind of she blames herself. No, it's the truth about forever. I was going to say, I think that's the that truth just, about forever. Yeah, because that's another one that I really like too. Yeah, but I haven't read that one as much as I've read. Long yeah, and I think Truth About Forever is is one of my favourites, which is why think, it always sticks out in my mind. I think I think that one took me forever to find, um, to buy. And then with you not living in the same city, you had yeah. it, but I hadn't borrowed it. Yeah. It took me it forever was, to find. It was good. So, yeah, so, like, even though she does, it's, like, aimed at more of the, like, the young adult audience, there are a lot of, like, adult themes. Like, as you said, like, they, she, you know, she writes about abuse and death, loss, yeah. love, that type of thing. Yeah. So like it's even, not just a cheesy romantic. It's not just, like, a teeny bopper story. No. Like, there are adult themes. So, you must know what my favourite book is. Surely. Um, I've talked about it a lot. 
It's To Kill a Mockingbird. I've never read that. I know. Not many people in our family have. <laughs> I So in the last episode, I had Michelle on, yep. our other sister, and she had never read To Kill a Mockingbird either, which is how I kind of came to the conclusion that I'm the only one in the family that has. Um, but she but I read it in school which is why I think I love it so much because it um, reintroduced me to my love of reading because I think like you if I'm correct in saying this before or even during high school we weren't readers I hated reading yeah like let's put the movie on instead yeah absolutely (laughs) I to be totally honest I think the first books and I say books, like in a series, that I ever fully, properly sat down and read would have been Harry Potter. Interesting. I have only read the first Harry Potter movie. Well, oh, movie book. <laughs> I've seen all that, the Harry Potter movies, but I've only ever read the first book. And saying that, I have never read the last one. As much as I've read the... Because when I first started reading them, it was just as they were coming out. So, you know, the first yeah. one came out and then you had to wait a year... For the, a year and a half yeah, some bits. for the second one. And then I think by the time the last one came out, I think that's when I was in Mount Cook. So it's not like I could go out and buy it. Yeah, that is true. For those of you that are listening outside of New Zealand, Mount Cook is a tiny, 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 tiny place in New Zealand, obviously, that you have to travel at least a good hour, good hour, hour an hour and a half to... To like a major city. And the only and then, form of shopping in Mount Cook would be a small dairy. Would that be right in saying? Yeah, it's definitely changed now. I'm yeah, not it's, sure it's there, more touristy. When, when I was there, then, yeah, the, and the yeah. dairy was in the hotel. In the hotel, like, yeah. It was so just it was the like hotel. A, it was like a, a lobby. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah, so... so yes. And if you didn't access. have a car, which I know you did, yeah. but if you didn't have a car, you were stuck. But, you know, this was a good, what, 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, you didn't have the same cell phone service. You know, I couldn't get books on my phone. I was just going to say that. I don't even think I could... Didn't have tablets. I don't even think I could get um, Facebook on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you remember reading any books in high school, though? So Michelle said she read The Hobbit, and I obviously read To Kill a Mockingbird, amongst other books, but they're, like, the standout ones. Were there any one that you thought... Oh, yeah, I had to read that at school, and now you either love the book or hate the book because of that? No. I, to be honest, I don't remember reading. I remember doing the movie reports, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Doing book reports? Don't remember doing book reports. No. So, yeah, but, I, I mean, before high school, well, before high school, sort of intermediate, the books that, you know, mum would always try and get me to read books and do all that, where I feel like Michelle sort of did more of the Babysitter's Club, where I... The Babysitter's Club, the, God, that's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, I'm getting old. <laughs> um, mine would have been Sweet Valley High, though. Oh, yeah. See, and then it's... See, I don't know if I had a book like that. I don't really remember reading yeah. a series... Like Sweet but, Valley or Babysitter's Club. Yeah, but seeing that, so, you know, up. you say it as in a series. You could never find the whole thing. I think no, I had, like, was, book one and book five and seven. It was, so it was, it was never the whole... Because no. it wasn't really a series. It wasn't like you had to read, you know, you had no. to read book one to read book two and two no, to read three. 
it was when, more I like think, mini stories. Yeah, I think when they moved from Sweet Valley High to Sweet Valley College. Oh God, I didn't even know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you would have had to because I don't know if I remember reading the college ones, but I do remember that each book did start with like a description of the girls, so it didn't matter if you'd read yeah. the one before. Yeah, yeah, which those books for like young people is actually quite good because again it's like they're kind of well easy reads or easy reads maybe from my age <laughs> like now but you know they're appropriate age they don't yeah. deal with too much no adult themes it's no. all it's all very like kiddie you yeah know. i'm saying yeah because i you know yeah. it was i was like 12 yeah when mum was trying to get me into reading this but yeah. no it's funny i definitely we... didn't start reading until it's funny though we're seeing the books that right. people are reading like kids that are reading now like look at your son for instance like he's seven but younger than yeah. the age you were just talking about but you know he's reading books like um you know captain underpants for example it's like well we did not have captain underpants i remember matthew having captain underpants yes but but nothing like but that's it we were well Sorry, Paul. I mean, we were all girls. There was never. true. There was never in our. You and know, I feel having... like for Paul's first book, prob. I mean, he, when he comes on this podcast, he can correct me in saying this. Um, and Paul, if you're listening, you can comment, in on this. <laughs> but I feel like his first like chapter book would have been probably something Star Wars related. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like I can't see him reading, you know, like Willy mm. Wonka. Or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or the BFG, you know, something like that. I feel like it would have to have been Star Wars related, or something yeah. to do with cars, cars or something. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't even. No, I can't. Picture Paul reading. No, because I don't really remember him. Like I don't really remember any of us like sitting down and like reading as much as we do now yeah. as adults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ will come at my mate. He's still reading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite book would be *To Kill a Mockingbird*, um, which is a good book. I do re- recommend reading it. So when would you say you got into reading? Uh, probably not until I was in my twenties. And what was and was it Harry Potter? Well, that... Harry Potter was before that. Um, I think I was like. 16. So was there a book with Harry Potter that like got you back into reading? Like you know, you, you saw it on the shelf or you, you know you st- somebody recommended it to you or something like that. Was there anything was there a book that you picked up and went oh that's good I'm going to read another? Or it was, you just felt like reading one day? No I honestly think it was the Sarah Dyson books when we went to oh, Wellington. Was it Wellington or was it Auckland that we went you and me and Rachel. We went to Auckland. When we went to Auckland. Yeah. Um, and that's when we found them. I I don't remember anything before, like, wanting to read ones before. Well, there there was the actually, odd book, but that's actually no. quite. That's actually quite interesting because, um, as we said before, like, they are more aimed at, like, teenagers. Not to say there's anything wrong with reading them as adults because, you know, we, we just talked about that. Like, they're very adult themes. Yeah. But it's interesting that it was, wasn't, like, a big series is what I was getting at. You know, it wasn't, yeah, like, wasn't like, oh, it was the Harry Potter or the oh, Lord of the Rings or, like, been, a classic. It might have been Twilight, actually. Yeah. I think oh, Twilight was before Twilight. that. Twilight was before. 
Or that. I want to say actually that we might have read Twilight at the same time because God this is a long time ago but I feel like we had just had Christmas and the Boxing Day movie was Twilight and we didn't actually realize they were books because as we said we weren't really readers and we watched yeah. Twilight and then when it came up based on the book we were like oh we should read it and whether we read it together like after, like each other. All after each other but I'm pretty sure we binged read them around the same yeah, time yeah because I remember you getting like the series of the red ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah no because I did sit down and but I feel like yeah it might have been around the same time, time. really I might have yeah. started reading Twilight because I remember either borrowing it from Winita or who are borrowing it from me. Yeah. And that would have been about the sa- around the same time that we went to it. Twilight it. is a good series, though. I know people love to hate on it, on it. Probably they more hate on the movies than the books. But I love the Twilight yeah. books. It's... It, as much as I love it's it, It's a though, different take on a love story. It is. And it's not your uh, cliché vampire werewolf book, either. No. And it's not the typical... They met, they fell in love, they lived happily ever after. No. Like, there's... No. A li- I mean, it, there is a, an element of that, but there's very, it's very, like, but I mean, she if, knows what she wants, where he's unsure of yeah, it, and usually it's the other it, way around. If it was the, you know, typical met, fell in love and all that, book two would be non-existent. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. And the, even though there is that, like, third wheel, like, will they, won't they, who's she going to, like, you know, yeah. Team Jacob, Team Ebert type thing, I still feel like whether, whoever's team you were on, you kind of know she's going to end up with Edward. Yeah. Like, you know, whether that stayed, of course, you know, because at one minute, at one moment there was a bit where she could have died. Yeah. So it's like, but I feel like if she died, then that would be a really crappy ending to the, to the series. <laughs> Not just because just that happens in book two, but but yeah, that would that would have been a different. different spoiler ending. alert: Bella dies. Or does she? But yeah, no, I quite like. But it, again, the Twilight books are as much as I love them. They're not one I would go back. And just read on a whim. Like, I have to be in the, in the mindset in the, yeah. of, I'm going to sit down and read the Twilight books. Yeah. Where... And I think that's, for me, that's for just about any series. Because sometimes, you know, you read the first one, and you're like, oh, I've read this so many times. That the second one just seems boring. If you know what I mean. Like, that is it's true. not that it is boring, but... Because I go back and read them all the time. So, so if you were to, like, say, pick up the Twilight books, for instance, would you start at the first or would you just go straight to the last and just read the last book? Um, or do you go to, like, your favourite? So if, like, the second one is your favourite, no, do you go I and read that one? I normally start from the start. I normally can't pick up a book halfway through. I'll normally do it from the start. I do that as well. I. But then that's what I mean. I, like, I get through the first book and a half. And I really want to read the last one, but I'm sort of stuck. Yeah. Only because I, and it probably that probably is my fault. I probably should start with whatever book I really want to read. read. 
because I don't really want to read the first one, but yeah. that's just me, you know, starting from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, see, and I'm the same. It's like sometimes I really want to read, like, the last book, but I'm just like, I haven't read the first three or the first four or how many and books so are, are so long that, it, that I probably should go back and read the first one. Yeah. But then you get halfway through the first one. Just, I just what, want to read the last one. <laughs> what one was I? Oh, um, I'm reading the Crossfire series at the moment. Oh, that's a good series. Yeah. And so the first three, I went through like that. And then the fourth one, well, it just sort of, it, the line just sort of dipped. But it, it took me so long. Like, I read the first three within a month. I was just going to say, but it did take a long time for not only you to, like, buy it, but even to find the book. That's was that the, that one? No, or no. that was the fifth? That's the fifth. Oh, I was just going to say, because, like, that puts you off sometimes. Yeah, it does. When you, like, especially if you've just found it, and then you're like, oh, she's never even finished the series. Yeah, or, that's it. I've just I've got to wait another year to read the yeah, last book. I've just bought the fifth one. I had read it before. But I didn't own it. Um, and I think because, I think you're right, because of that, it took me so long to finish the fourth. And then you see, so for me, when I read a series, take the Crossfire books, for example, yeah. if I know the next book isn't out, I try not to read the book before. So if it's five that hasn't come yeah. out, then I'll only read up to one, like I'll read one, two, and three, and then stop. And I'll only read four just before I know I'm about to either read five or five's about to come out. Yeah. Because otherwise you sit there and you wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. like, how did that work? Exactly. And then you kind of feel like you need to reread it. But it's just like, I don't want to reread it. I want to read the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would be your favourite series, would you say? The Crossfire? Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favourite series. It's so many. Oh, I know. Mine would probably have to be the the Fallen series. By oh Lauren yeah. Kate. Yeah. Yeah. So there are four books in that series: Fallen, Torment, Passion, and Rapture. And then she has two kind of side stories. So she has Fallen in Love, um, which is a book just about all the couples throughout those. Four books. Um, so it's kind of like Valentine's Day stories. Mm, and then she one. has Unforgiven, which is another, ca- it's kind of another character's point of view yeah. on the four books. Mm. Um, well, now that you've sort of, sorry to interrupt, the, that you've gone on to that sort of thing, there's just another series that's popped into my head that I quite like too, um, that I completely forgot about, is um, I like the Divergent series. Oh, that's one. And. Too, um, the Shadowhunters. That's the that's when you said that the Crossfire was your favorite series. I, I almost completely went, forgot. Oh, what about the Shadowhunters? And I was yeah. like, Oh no, maybe she just no, likes them. No, not. I completely yeah. forgot about. And I've yeah. got them all. And yeah, no, I do like the Shadowhunters. So I've never read either Divergent or the Shadowhunter series. None of them. Neither. Well, yeah, need to come borrow them. Yeah. Um. What do you think about the Hunger Games series? While we're on the subject of um, series, I don't think I've actually finished it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, though, I feel like I put because you off. I 
Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> I was just going to say, because yeah. for people listening, the way I read is I get very invested. Frustrated. And, no, invested is the word I was looking for. In, Not reading in, this book. In characters that I like. So if I get, I going back to the Twilight, for example, I was very Team Edward. So if anything was like going against Edward, I'd be like, you bastard. <laughs> like, because I'm just like, no, Edward's the best. And I get very invested in knowing he's going to be okay. <laughs> so the same said for the Hunger Games. Um, I won't do any spoilers just in case people haven't read. And I mean, I know you've seen the movies, yeah. but yeah. So you kind of have an idea of where I'm going with this. But for people that want to read it, I won't spoil anything. Um, but I love Peter. He's one of my favourites. And I like him not just because he is, like, the hero of the book or whatever. He is a very complex character because he doesn't really care about himself. Like, he only really cares about Katniss. Yeah. Um, and so every time something went against Peter, um, I was just, I was almost about to throw the book. I think you did at one point. I think I did at one point. I think you... it was, might have been Catching Fire. Yeah, um, You'd read like a page and then the book would go down and yeah. there'd be this grunt. Because it was very and frustrating. Pick it up again and do the same thing. Because <laughs> I, I get frustrated and I'm like, that's it, I'm done reading. But then I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> What's going to happen? So I have to pick it back up again. So, yes, I would. I, I do enjoy the, the Hunger Games books. Yeah. So which would you, do you prefer over Shadowhunters and... Divergent. Um, oh, it's a hard one. I was going to say they're kind of similar, but I haven't read them. But I, I was going to say they're similar in the sense that because they're, they're both kind of fantasy. Yeah, they like, but definitely. one's but one's more like on the magic side, and then one's more like kind of on the science. Yeah, side isn't and it? And the Shadowhunter series, there's a lot more books. Oh, um, how many books are in that series? Are the six or eight? Oh Jesus! Yeah, and it's, there's only three of the Divergent. Oh. So you've got the Divergent, Insurgent, and I never remember the name of the last one. Well, it will come to you later. Yeah. <laughs> Allegiant. 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 Yeah. <laughs> As I say, I got it pictured in my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, do, would you say story-wise, Divergent? Is better than Shadowhunters or Shadowhunters is better than like which one is is has the better like or easy to follow story because I feel like sometimes when there's lots of books you get a bit lost not so much lost but it's kind of like oh well this is dragged on yeah kind of a little bit but then sometimes like when there are that many books the next book is even better because it's like oh the this characters is where they're, developed like yeah that they're, they're more developed they've changed where you thought the story was going to go, you're like, oh, okay, well, I see where this is going. And then you read it and you're like, what? Um, Obviously diff different books, but yeah, who, like, who's got the books? Better characters know. then. Who's got more? Oh, God, I love both the characters just all so much. Because, like, Divergent, like, I love four. 
Yeah, I mean, don't, I mean, I've only seen the movie, so I can't really see what he's like in the book, but love me some four. Yeah. And then, um, Tris can get a bit wishy-washy, but, um, and then in the Shadow Hunters, it's Clary, isn't it? Yeah, Is it Clary? Clary and Chase. Yeah. Um, well, I do love their story because it, you can sort of see where it, you think it's going and then it changes and you're just devastated and then you find out that the original thing that was happening is the actual thing and oh, you're just so relieved. Interesting. And, um, probably read them. Yeah, no, I do like the Shadow Hunters. Um it is semi similar to what they've done on TV. Um, the series okay. wise. I've never seen the series, I've only seen the movie. Bits and pieces, like there's a few things that change. Um, obviously, you know, they're always slight changes between the books yeah. and the movies. Yeah, because you've got to make series. it that people will come back for the next yeah. episode. But, um, yeah. Oh, it's hard to pick. <laughs> Fear. Fear. <laughs> um, so would you say that, like, fantasy books is your favourite genre? Uh, to a point. I do, I do like my fantasy books. Um, but then give me a Nicholas Sparks book any day. Speaking of Nicholas Sparks, watch, um, he, who's also an author we both like. Yeah. Um, what was the first Nicholas Sparks book you read? You Ooh, read? the first one that I read. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The first one. Okay, well, while you're thinking about that then, is did you only read Nicholas Sparks books because you saw one of his movies, or did you read the book a, a book and then uh, like oh that's one of his books? Yeah, I think it might have been. So I did. So I. But I don't think the movie that I saw was the book that I read. Oh, interesting. Did you say so you just read the book because you're like oh well that's the guy that did yeah that. yeah. Um, so what was the movie? What was the Nicholas Sparks movie? The Notebook. Oh, okay. But in saying that, I've never read The Notebook. Oh, it is good. But my favourite... I still I can't think of the first one that I would have read. Because um, I've got so many of his books now. I'm trying to visualise my bookshelf. Yeah. And see which ones are the newer ones and which ones are the older ones. Um... Oh, I was just going to say my favourite one and then another one jumped into What is your favourite one? Um, my favourite one would be The Longest Ride. Oh, yeah. That is good. But then I do love The Choice. <laughs> <laughs> but so, the one that would jump into my head would be The Longest Ride. Sorry. Yeah, so I saw A Walk to Remember. I went to a friend's oh, house yes, oh. and we watched A Walk to Remember. Now, the only reason we watched A Walk to Remember is because of Shane West. Because we had Very just cool. watched a movie, another movie he was in, and we were like, oh, he's in this, like, rom-com. Weird. Um, so we, even though it's not a rom-com, I don't know why I said rom-com, romance, oh. is, which was, we found that weird. So we put that on 
fell in love with it. Still would still have to be one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I, I um, do love that. But, but I didn't realize movie. it was a book. So as soon as I saw it was a book, I went and read it. So A Walk to Remember was the first movie I saw and the first book of his that I read, which is still my favorite, probably. Yeah, I see. I always forget that because I love Walk to Remember too. I always forget that. A Walk to Remember though. I think I have. Yeah, so it's slightly different to the movie because obviously the movie is set in like early 2000s or whatever it's meant to be. But in the book, it's like 1958 or something. Oh, maybe I haven't read it. So it's set in the 50s rather than like 2000 Mm. or whatever year the movie is set. Yeah. It is another one. I'm pretty sure it is a Nicholas Sparks. So the one I didn't like, which I can tell you, which is The Wedding, um, and it is kind of a spin-off from The Notebook. Yeah, I think Michelle always tries to get me to read that. Yeah, it's because that's one of her favourites, and I just could not sit through it. I think I've read, uh, oh god, like half the book, and I, yeah, it was just a bit like, oh, this is, this is... Not my cup of tea. Um, um, but then, what's the other one? Um, I've got a picture of one. Like I'm pretty sure, like it's a movie. Obviously, most of his are, but I can't think of the name of it. And I know I really loved that. Who, and, who's in the movie? Oh, and gosh. I might be able to tell you which book it is. No, no. So, so some of his more famous ones is um, The Guardian, which is the one with Ashton Kutcher. Um, there's The Lucky One with Zac Efron. Um, there's obviously uh, Safe Haven. I do like Safe Haven. Um, um, but that's not... There's one, I, I want to say that it's a fairly newish... There's Dear John. Yeah, I... Uh, that would have been one of the first um, movies. The Notebook. I want to remember. Um, oh, God, he has lots. But the one I do want to read, um, it, I can't exactly remember what it is called. It's something to do with wolves. And the story, I, as I said, I haven't read it because I would really in, like to read it. Um, he is cut off from, so it's a father, and he's, he is estranged from his kids and basically he lives in a cabin with his dogs um, type of thing and I'm not entirely sure why his son has to come back into the picture but for some reason he does so it's kind of explores the relationship between father and son mm. um, and I have a funny feeling he may have written that like Nicholas Sparks has written that with his son. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, so I haven't read it, but I re- that's my next on my Nicholas Sparks book. Yeah. Because I haven't read all his books. Um, I know there's a lot. I haven't read The Choice. <laughs> I do like The Choice. Um, but, but yeah, Message in a Bottle was another one. Yeah, that was one of the earlier ones, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, movie-wise, anyway. Yeah. Um... No, I can't. Um, the one, that, maybe the the movie book I'm thinking of isn't a Nicholas Sparks, but um, 
the light in Oh Rotodanth. yeah, I never know how to say that. It's like Rotodanth. Rotodanth. Ro- yeah. Rotodanth. Yeah, I never know how to say it. But the movie was that is the one with um Diane Keaton. Yes. No, yeah. it's not Diane Lang. Diane Sorry. Lang. Um, yes, and that is that is a good good one. Yeah, yeah. I like his books because um, they never seem predictable. You know how some books you read and you're like, obviously, I know where this is going to, yeah. where this is going to go. Like they're to gonna a fall, point, they're going to fall, know. they're going to fall in love at the end, and they're going to live happily ever after. Like, blah 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 blah. But his books, there's always some sort of twist or um, an a, unexpected storyline yeah. that you only see in like the you only find out about in like the, the last, second half yeah. of the book or even the last few chapters yeah. that you're just like like blows your mind yeah, a little absolutely um yeah so i enjoy that about him but he also again he's another author that makes you makes you think about different things so like i remember when i read uh walk to remember um and obviously i had seen the movie so you know kind of knew where it was heading um but as i said it, the book is slightly different so there's different things in it but it does make you think like about life and about how how different roads you know whether you get forced to take that road or not but like the outcome is actually better than what you were hoping for yeah and i've just clicked on which one i was thinking oh. of and i've already mentioned it it was the longest ride. Oh. I was picturing because I had the movie picture in my head, and I'm like, and yeah, but and it the was cover. The book cover is is different. Yeah, obviously. but it was the in my head. It was the flashback scenes and oh. talking about the book. I was thinking of the present. Yeah, and that's where I was getting all confused. So yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, but that is a good book. And again, that's one that, um, like it makes you think about different things. Like there's. like the theme about them not having kids for example yeah it's like as much as she wanted kids and he wanted kids you know it wasn't like possible but the fact that she like leaves him really because of that reason but then they find their way back to each other is is quite nice and i do like how it like some books when it's written from different people's point of views and different it gets really confusing it just sticks to one chapter here one chapter there one chapter here so yeah if you stop halfway through a chapter which you know sometimes in life you have to um you just have to look at it and think Okay, that's that. You don't have to sit there and think, now, what are they talking about? What is that? Who is yeah, this? Yeah, or, how, like, where, where am I up to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what you said about the chapter, I have a big pet peeve, and I know you do as well, but it, as you said, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. I've stopped them in the middle of a chapter. I've like in the middle of a chapter. Too. I hate it. Oh, but sometimes, sometimes with really long chapters, you just have to. You, you're like, you'll be sitting there and you'll finish a chapter, and then you almost say to yourself, do I risk another one? <laughs> Do I read another one or do I put it down here? And then you're like, nah, I'll read one more. And then, like, life happens. And you're like, I've got one more page. One more page. Just let me read one more page. Oh, it's like uh, um, last year I got a um, a mug from Paul and Abby. And it 
says just one more episode. Yeah. James always tells me it should be, be just one, one more, more chapter. Just one more chapter, yeah. Because it can't be just one more page. Unless oh, that's no. finishing the chapter. Because I quite often um, sit there and be like, yeah, I'll just finish this chapter. And he'll come back like half an hour later. I'm like, yep, still not the next chapter. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what you're saying about the different like perspectives of the books, you know, sometimes it's hard to follow, especially if it's a lot of characters. Do you know who do, I feel like does that in quite a lot of her books? Is Jodie Picoult. You know, a lot yeah. of her books, like, the first chapter will be from one character's point of view, and then the next chapter is, like, the exact same thing that you've just, you know, read, but, but it's from the a, other from, point of view. Like the husband's The husband's, yeah, so he's, like, he's right there next to the wife, for example, yeah. but it's like when it says in the wife's chapter that he went to work, it like shows him going to work and like his reaction to whatever has happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, you like Jodie Pickup books too, eh? Yeah, I haven't read. Oh, I haven't read any of her books in a long time. Yeah, was but I do. Was um, she the same in the sense with Nicholas Sparks? Did you see my sister's keeper? And then read her book. No, I have read um, My Sister's Keeper before I sang the movie. Okay, so do you like the book better than the movie? Um, because there's that differentiation of the of ending. The ending. Yeah. yeah, we won't talk about the ending just in case people haven't read read the book. But the movie and the book are completely different completely endings. Completely different. It is not just. They've kept a scene, they've kept a bit out, or they've kept a small detail. It is a completely different ending. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I was shocked when I first saw the movie. I got it, confused. And it changed so dramatically. That, and that's what I got confused that, about, because I, I went and saw that with our mother. And we had both just finished... Well, I think it, finished, it was definitely mum that got me into We had reading. just finished reading that book, which is why... I think mum had read it previously, um, but she was reading it again. And then after she finished reading it, I read it mm -hmm. and loved it. And then it was like a few months later that we saw... Like, I didn't even know it was going to be a movie, you know? You know how sometimes you find out, so you go out and read the book? Yeah. It was not like that at all. It was... We were just... Uh, just, I just needed something to read, read and mum had just finished reading that. So I read it. We both loved it. And then we saw, like, the trailer and we're like, oh, my God, mum, that's that. Like, the book that we've both just finished reading. Um, so we went and watched it. And then at the end, like, the credits were rolling. And I said to mum, I said, that's not how the book ends, is it? <laughs> like, I almost was doubting myself. Yeah. And I had just finished reading it. But it was very much like... Is that really how it ends? And then Mum's like, no, 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 no. Remember, as I said, won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't read it because I do recommend reading it just for that reason. Um, and there's obviously other stuff in the book that, you know, they don't have time to put in the film or they don't yeah, need to put in the film. Always. Yeah, but that, um, yeah, the ending is, as I said, is very, very different, completely different than the movie um so it is worth but i think um 
again her books make you think about it afterwards so like my sister's keeper for instance it does make you think it does like make the reader question what is like morally acceptable ethically correct yeah. and that kind of thing and again while exploring family relationships because obviously especially that book it is nothing about fam it's like it's all about family. all about family yeah, yeah. um it's quite cool to see like the different sides of um how each family member reacts to the situation yeah and then when you find out like about the relationship between the two sisters without giving anything away i think you know what i'm getting at yeah um is 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 quite different it's quite different again because you're like wow they're actually closer than how it seems how it seems yeah it's it because it kind of starts out like um one sister is obviously favorite but very much like well i can't stand you because of that reason not just because you're sick but i can't stand you because you're like you're the favorite you're like you're getting yeah. everything but actually that is not like how the relationship is yeah no not at all um, but my favourite, um, Nicholas, not Nicholas Sparks, sorry. <laughs> You've still got Nicholas Sparks on your mind. <laughs> Joni Pickle <laughs> book would have to be um, Picture Perfect. Okay, so which, remind me which one that is? Um, it's, oh god, is it, I'm pretty sure it's the one where she loses her memory. Oh, and yes. She's been abused by her husband. And yes. Okay, so I haven't read that one in a while. No, neither have I, clearly, because I couldn't fully remember what it was about. Um, I want to say she ends up being... She's a, is that the one where she loses her memory and she's actually a famous actress? Yes. Yes, it is. Because it's a bit like yeah. the one that we um, read on Wattpad a while ago, True North. Yes. Shout out to Wattpad. If you guys don't know what Wattpad is, it is a free app, basically, that you can download um, where authors, I don't want to say famous authors because that's not the case. There are some um like sarah Deason, for example i know she has some stories on that oh does she she does yep um but people anybody if you have a short story or a full novel um you can upload it onto this app and you can read these books for free so but i do have to warn there are unless you pay for the app because there is a free version but unless you pay there are a lot of ads um Sometimes you can only download a couple of books to read offline at a time. Um, and they are unedited. Some are edited and some are... Self-edited. Self-edited, yeah. Um, so a lot of mistakes, a lot of spelling mistakes, a lot of errors, that type of thing. But you just got to kind of look past that because this is a, a platform for up-and-coming authors or... Insp aspiring authors to put their work up for free um, and sometimes you just have to watch an ad to give them credit basically I don't know exactly how the payment side of things work um, when it's on the free 
side but yeah sometimes you just have to watch an ad and that like boosts whether they can but it's not they an ad every on. chapter no it's like every four every four yeah um and also have to warn some books are incomplete so you may be reading and then they're like i'll bring out the next chapter tomorrow and you're like oh or next week or two weeks or three that's weeks that's why i don't start one unless it um, says completed, completed. <laughs> yes so you can because i'm too impatient yeah I'm too impatient especially when you're enjoying it and you're like i want to know what happens um, but it is a good app if you have nothing to read or want to read something um, different because basically you can search what you want to read and it comes up with every genre, every theme you can think of within that genre um, and you can pick and choose. You, It's not like the library where you, I mean I guess you don't have to at the library either, but you know, you can only, you just have to read a page and if you're not enjoying it, you can just delete it. You don't have to. Well, not even delete it. You can just get out of it and yeah, get get it out of your library. Um, it is good. You can talk to other authors on there. Um, you can ask their opinion. You can yeah, it is a good like community for aspiring authors. But there are a lot of flaws to the app, which we won't go into because we don't have time. Um, but yeah, I do recommend people checking it out. Um, so going back to Jodie Pickup. Yeah. So. Pitch Perfect? Picture Perfect? Picture Perfect. Not Pitch Perfect. That's the musical. Picture. Picture Perfect. <laughs> Picture. Um, so I think mine is The Pact. Have you read that one? Pact? No. Um, I haven't. Yeah. So. But that's the P Pact, eh? The. Is that Pact? Oh, no. Maybe I'm. Um... What's a P Pact? Oh, the pregnancy pact? No. no. So this is a teen suicide pact. Oh. So um, basically it is about um, two people, a boy and a girl, who have lived uh, or grown up together, you know, their whole life type of thing. Um, and they kind of make a pact that they are going to commit suicide together and die together, kind of Romeo and Julietish, yeah. um, without it being Romeo and Julietish. Um, but only one person dies. Um, so, of course, and I'm, I'm not going to say too much, um, but, of course, the other person gets blames, you know, because they yeah. were there. Yeah. Um, what really happened? Why did they decide to do it? Because their life seemed perfect. Um, but actually the person that died is keeping a lot of secrets, even mm. from the person that survived. Okay. Um, so it, it, and it's the way it's written, um, so it actually starts off with a gunshot. Oh, geez. So the book automatically starts with like the main theme oh. you don't get into it halfway through yeah. it's yeah it's like the first page so you're finding things. out the secrets along with everyone else yeah pretty much and you kind of don't know who's I don't want to say guilty because you the story does come to obviously to a conclusion where you find out exactly what happened yeah um but uh, you kind of think like oh well they're to blame it's their fault not so much their fault but it's like they had an impact on on it yeah and then at the same and then 
you read that person's point of view and you're like, oh my god, they had no choice. Like, that's why they reacted that way, because they actually had no choice, or mm-hmm. or this happened for them. Yeah, it is good. It, it is good. Um, and again, it's like, it makes you think um, about different things. So it makes you think about, you know, loss and love and mental illnesses and stuff like that. But I also like that book because there's actually no happily ever after. Like, it doesn't end mm. with... It's not so much that it's a it's a crap ending because there is no happily ever. Yeah, it's just because it's a very controversial thing. Let's be honest, suicide is. We don't really. I don't. I feel like society doesn't talk about suicide enough. It's always. It's still there's still stigma around yeah. it. But so because of that, you know, it's um, you can't really be like okay, and they got married. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. So it is. It does. It ends nicely. I like the end. But it, yeah, it's not like oh, and they lived happily ever after. Then good story, that type of thing. So yeah, it is. I do enjoy it. Right. So speaking of controversy, yes. I think you know where I'm going to go with this <laughs> because I feel like people either love, love to hate, or just hate the next series that I, we're going to talk about, which, of course, is Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I know your answer to this, but do you like the books? I do. Me too. <laughs> and not for the reason that most people probably think for. <laughs> okay, so why do you like the books? It's a love story. Thank you. I think people love to hate on it on it because they concentrate on the sex part. Yeah. They just think, oh, it's a porno. But it's like, hello, all relationships have sex in it. Whether you're having sex or not having sex, there's some sex theme in yeah. every relationship. Um, but I think people are so used to like seeing Disney characters in books yeah you know in the sense that oh we met one day we fell in love and now we're married and they skip over the sex which obviously for disney yeah you know but but not so much that but also the hardships as well like they skip over it goes straight from they're married now they're gonna live happily ever after after. where 50 shades they they both both anastasia and christian start off so so obviously Fifty Shades of Grey is the first one and then Fifty Shades Dark is the second and then Fifty Shades Greed is third. But in Fifty Shades of Grey, they're both completely different people to who they end up in Fifty Shades of Greed. Absolutely. Fifty because, Shades of Greed <laughs> that came out of Because people grow and they expand their you know, with just with life, everything. It's nothing stays the same. same. Yeah. Everything changes. And I think people get so caught up on the sex that they can't actually see that both characters actually get better as human beings. Yeah. They don't just... And that's not essentially, like, yes, they get better. But that wouldn't have happened if they didn't have each other. Like, they would still be that same pe- those same people, people. Yeah. on their own. But together they learn how to grow. To grow. Yeah. 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 
Um, so, so obviously in the first one, Anastasia is very, like, she's very shy, she's insecure, she, you know, like, the thought of even talking to a dude, like, scares her. Like, yeah. I always think back to the, like, the very first bit, like, interaction between Anastasia and Christian, and I was like, she can barely string a sentence together, mm. to the point that she actually comes out and asks if he's gay, because it's written on the... On the, on the on the bit of paper, you know, it's like, but it's like if that, if the person that she becomes in freed was to do that interview, she like, you know, she would have been well put together. She would have had more confidence yeah. and stuff like that. But in saying that, if the character, if the woman she became did the interview, I don't think Christian would have responded to her because he grew. Um, yeah. If he stayed the same, but she grew, then it wouldn't, wouldn't been, it would have been a completely different like love story. Mm. Um, because like he starts, you know, as she starts off shy and insecure, he starts very controlling, very like I'm one tracked mind. Yeah, you know, like very, just business, 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 yeah, business, business. Ways, it's got to be done this, uh, done this, and he's quite cold. Like, yes. he doesn't, there's no, yeah. like, he's quite emotionless, even to his family. Um, oh, then definitely. come freed, you know, like, like I said to that, about the episode when they first had, in, had that interaction, there's a really lovely moment in Freed where he talks to his mum, and he actually opens up to his mum for the first time in the whole series. And, and his, not his, the series, in his and, whole in life. In his life, Yeah. But, like, not only does he open up. says to him, you know, it's taken, what, 20 years for you to let me hug you. Yeah. But it's, like, not only does he actually open open up or open his heart up to his mother, but he actually listens to what she has to say. Yeah. You know? And because he's always been in that set mind, you know, even though, you know, they've adopted him and all that. They don't want me. They don't love me. They that's it because they've just done this to make themselves feel better, sort of. And I think it's in darker, you know, where he has the helicopter incident. It's in darker, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he comes home, and they're all worried, thinking he's dead. And he's dead. like, "What the hell and are he's you like, doing here?" I think that's his exact words. He's okay. like, "Well, what are you all doing here? Like, I'm fine." And he, it's like he can't fathom that... People are worried about him. Yeah. Like, that's I, what Anna says to him. It's like, you know, you have a whole Because she's like, family. why didn't you ring? And he, you know... He was like, well, I didn't think anybody would care. Yeah. And it's like, no, you have a whole family who was here with me, worrying about you. And, like, it's... That's one of my favourite Me too. Because it is a kind of a turning point in both their stories not only because what happens next yeah but also another favorite bit of mine isn't in the movies but it's one of my favorite bits in is it the last book in freed in freed i'm pretty sure it's in freed is when um anna's stepdad gets into the car accident and he ends up in the hospital oh it oh it is in freed yeah and she has to drop everything and goes back to it is and is he comes one. there and and her birthday party is there because she won't leave that is a good bit that 
that you were just saying about, you know, because um, there are obviously books and movies are going to be different because, you know, we've only got what, so much two hours. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously there are three books, but in three movies, but um, it's the little bits. It's, it's not so much like big scenes or anything that I get annoyed about. It's like when you read a book and you're like, oh, she gave him a look. And then you watch the movie and it's like, where was that look? Yeah. You know? yeah. No, but I do love that bit because um, Christian doesn't know what to do with himself. Because no. um, he's so used to Anna being strong and opinionated and... Um, Defiant. Yeah, yeah, that when this happens and she doesn't know, you know, what to do, what to do, she just sort of completely breaks down. Sort of, not completely breaks down, but she's like, she's almost gone, they've almost reversed, like she's emotionless. Yeah. She, she can't think straight, she can't do anything, and then it's up to him to bring her back. Yeah. I do, there are a couple, a couple, um bits of the book that are kind of like that in the sense that they do roll reverse yeah um because obviously really throughout the whole book obviously it is more so in the um point of view of anna anna yeah i say anna but i think they, I think they meant to say, say anna. anna i don't know mm-hmm. i never know no, no but I, I i say anna um, Anastasia, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, that she is kind of the strong one. Like, obviously he's very, um, what's the word? Stern, you know, and very controlling and that kind of thing. But she kind of is the strong one of the yeah. relationship. Yeah. She pulls him out of everything. She sticks up for him when people talk bad about yeah. him, whether it's like, oh, no, he's never been warm to me. It's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Like, the reason why he's not warm to you is because of actually the shit, so give him some credit. You know, yeah. like, she always... It's not so much, like, bad-mouthing, but when they do, like, go, well, Christian's just cold. He's always going to be cold. She's actually, well, hang on, I've seen him laugh already. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, again, little things that they don't put in. Um, and I don't know if it's... It's not in the book either, but I'm pretty sure it's not. But when, at the end, when she ends up in hospital after saving Mia. Yeah. She's so frantic about um, about waking up and not knowing, you know, what's happened and where's Mia, what happened and all this, that I just feel like, I mean, and it could be just be a personal thing, that I feel like, you know, she's that panicked and that then they come in and say, Oh yeah, me's at home. I'd be like, No, 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 I need to see, see her. her. She needs to be here. I need to physically yeah. see that she's okay. okay. Yeah. Um I actually really like that bit because it's like she doesn't really care about herself. Um, yeah. But she just goes from being so that panicked to okay, yeah, she's at home and she's fine. Fine. Yeah. And then it's they like, well, get... is she? Yeah. Yeah. Um do you know one of my favourite bits of the book, though, is, um, well, two bits it's with the same character, um, is in the first book and in the second book, but it is bits with their therapist, with his therapist. Mm. Now, so for those of you that have only seen, just seen the movie, 
that character is not in the movie at all. No. Um, and the whole and bit with the masquerade. He plays actually a pivotal. He he's a key character really in like the in first the relationship. two books. Well, not so so much say third. Um, I mean, he's in it, but he's not no. as key as he's in the first two. Or maybe yeah. just the second. Is it just the second? I think it's just the second. second. He definitely has a role in the first one with Christian. Yeah. But because the book is written in Anna's point of view, you don't really know about that until I think it's the prologue of the second book. Might be his first. So in the book, there is a moment at the masquerade ball. Um... And he, so in the book, um, because it's very different in the movie, in the book, they go to the masquerade and she, and Anna is talking to Mia um, and talking about the dress and so forth. And then she basically goes, I need, Mia says, well, I need your help. Are you willing to help me? And, and of course, Anna, Anna says yes. just says a yes, not really knowing what she's getting herself into. And what she's got herself into is that they actually are doing a date auction. So they have eight, the first dance. eight w- women up there, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. Six or eight. eight something like There's that. a few. Um, basically, and the guests basically buy, yeah, a first dance. Um to a woman of their choice, basically. And obviously when it comes to Anna's bit, um, so it's her turn, and multiple people are bidding on her, um, Christian being one of them, but Christian's therapist, I can't even remember his name, um, it will come to me in a sec, um, but he uh, bids for her and actually tries to outbid Christian to the point that I want to say Christian bids something something crazy like a million dollars if not more um it's it's a crazy amount anyway and then when they're actually having their dance the therapist um jumps in um and basically says who he is and why he why he bid on it. And um, that's one of the main reasons Christian doesn't get upset. Set. If it was anyone else, yes, he would have. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he knows obviously who is behind the mask. Um, yeah, but then there's also another bit, which is one of my favourite bits, and they both um, Anna and Christian go to see him. Um, as a part of their new arrangement is she's like well I want to talk to him by myself and together so they talk for maybe 10 minutes together and the therapist god I wish I could remember his name um says like it seems like you want to talk to me on your own and so he kicks Christian out of the room and she basically gets everything off her chest in the sense that she kind of asks him, like, why is Christian doing this? And he doesn't really give an answer, but he basically says, be patient, um, but 
think of yourself as well. If you feel you need to get out, then get out. If you feel like you should stay, stay. Um, he doesn't really give her an answer, but he does help her. And it is a key moment because it's one of the moments that make her realise she was gonna she's gonna say yes to his proposal. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I just wish they put like little moments like that in the movie because it would have given people another dynamic to be like, okay, well this is why Anastasia is so drawn to Christian and why Christian is so drawn to Anastasia. Um but yeah, I just wish people would stop talking about the sex of it. Because it's, yeah, it's so like, much obviously, more than like, that. Like, obviously, it's, it's, people think about it because it's not just a sex scene. It is like, you know, they're a part of the BDSM community. But it's like, so what? Why is that so taboo? Like, I, I, I just don't know why. And obviously, it doesn't come out in 2020. But it's like, we are in... 2020 for crying out loud it's like why is sex and everything to do with sex still such a taboo topic like i don't you know like i i would never just come out to anyone and be like so what what type of sexual relationship do, do you have with your husband and i wouldn't expect anybody to do that but i i feel like if if you are into bdsm or other lifestyles obviously i can't talk about it because i don't know enough about the lifestyle but it's like who cares it's just sex at the end of the day yeah. if it's consensual and you both are willing to participate who who gives a shit i just i don't understand why people are so focused on that side of that series because it's so much more than just people having sex it's a love story. It's a love story, yeah. And it's actually a really well-written love story. Um, but I do think it is funny that she came up with the idea of Fifty Shades of Grey because she had a dream about Edward Cullen. Did you know that? No. <laughs> so E.L. James, who is the author of Fifty Shades of Grey, she had a sexual dream about Edward Cullen. And that's how she kind of came up with the story of... Uh, 50 Shades of Grey. Um, Funny. So really, when you think about it, is that uh, Christian Grey is kind of a darker version of Edward Cullen? Yeah. If, yeah. Which you can kind of see the parallels. Like, obviously, one is a domineering <laughs> businessman, and one is... A thousand year old vampire <laughs> but it is they are kind of the the same like they've got key um characteristics uh, that's not how you say that word yep <laughs> i don't want to even attempt it characteristics <laughs> um the same in the sense that both edward and christian at the start of their stories are cold very one track minded um you know they're stuck in their own routine they're not willing to go outside of that but yet they both know they want they both know immediately who they love 
I don't know if I would say as far as going to say as soon as Christian saw Anastasia he was in love because I, I feel like it def- I feel no, like I it was for her I, no I think it was for her that it was kind of love at first sight but oh, I don't know. Him, she was pretty it was intimidated. It was definitely lust. Yeah. That turned into, into love. love. Um, but Edward, where Edward was very much love at first sight, but he also had the gift of, you know, like he had Alice to say, well, yeah, that's who you belong to. She's coming, yeah. And she's coming, so look yeah. out for her. But that, I don't know if that was. But how would that make feel? Like knowing that it was... I don't know if I'd like that. Because yeah. you'd kind of be like you would hype it up in your head so much that it's like, oh my god, my soulmate, uh, I'm gonna see my soulmate this year. And then every person you'd meet would be like, Is this it? Is this it? Yeah. And you just rather than well, just but like But that's it, how close to Bella's arrival did Alice tell Edward? Like, was it four years ago? Was it six That's months? It. I don't Was know. It, like Can't everyone remember. that you would meet in that, you know, four years or whatever, you'd just be like, I haven't got time for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think you would like, miss I'm, out. I'm, I mean, I'm I know he's, you. He, I know he's ancient, but I just feel like you would miss out on those experiences. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting when you actually compare the two, like Christian to Edward, because they are kind of similar. But yeah. very different at the same time, obviously. Yeah. And that would be, I mean, I know, again, like, that would be an age thing, I think. Even though Edward Yeah, because he's, he's a thousand still, years old, but he's still, still 17. Still 17, where Christian's Should, that little bit older. Yeah, because 27? Is he meant to be 27? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, where Anna's, like, like 22, 22 eh? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So, okay, out of all the male, just to end it on, out of all the male characters, love interest, whether they are the hero or the villain, out of all the books you read, is there a male <laughs> that sticks out to you that go, yep, he's one of my favourites? Oh, man. No. I See, we, we have very... Like, just in general, without talking about books, we have very different tastes in men because I feel like I get drawn more to I don't want to say the villains because they're not all villains, but like <laughs> the band boy, the, band <laughs> the one that's like not so very like straight and narrow, the one that's got like a dark past or he's more mysterious or so like, that kind of thing. Yeah, I do like those sorts of books too. Um, more so on the ones on Wattpad. There's a lot of the yeah, yeah, bad boy sort I, of ones. I would say character-wise, I, I, I mean, obviously Christian is up there because not so much for... Um, the book, I would say, but because he grows, he he changes yeah. so much from book one to book three yeah. that yeah. it's kind of hard not that, to fall in love with him a little. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but mine would have to be Cam from the Fallen series. 
because See, I haven't read that as many times as you have. Because so I like, haven't got that. Daniel, who's the one of the main I mean Cam is too, but Daniel is like the main love interest. He even though he has a past, he's very um kind of like Edward in a way, in the sense that he knows who his soulmate is. Um he knows that he's meant to be with this girl. Yeah. And he knows um that he loves her and she loves him she doesn't know it but he does yeah. so it's like he knows that that's where his story ends but cam is kind of like if i can steal her or him away yeah. <laughs> then i'm going to type of thing so he's kind of and he's a good fr- he's kind of starts off as being a troublemaker and like he's only doing it to give daniel hell but then he actually becomes like a friend to loose so not so yeah. much that's not so much like the edward jacob you know like triangle it's because he knows cam knows with that no matter what he ends. does it's not it's gonna, not going to change anything but he's he, just having fun <laughs> yeah he basically starts off kind of being like jacob in the sense that i'm going to steal i'm going to steal her away because she deserves better but then yeah, as he does as st- the book Daniel tra- does start off being dick. Yeah, as the book go along, um, he becomes more of like um a confident and a friend and um so yeah, so yeah. I I I think Cam Yeah would be I, I think I've only read them once, maybe twice. Yeah. So is there a, a girl that sticks out as like mm-hmm. being one of your favourites? Um like just kept like just whether because she grows as a character or she's just a really really cool character. I do love Clary from the Shadowhunters. Yeah, oh yeah, because she sort of it's she starts off completely in the dark, and then when she finds out all this stuff essentially about her, um, it doesn't overwhelm her like you probably think it should yeah she just sort of takes it in her strides and is kind of yes you know she has her self-doubt moments where you know she wishes she could but go it kind of makes not, her stronger to not knowing but she kind of just takes it in her stride and sort of you know accepts well this is life now this is what yeah, i've got to do just gonna deal with it yeah and obviously like i said you know you all have your moments where you feel like things can go back to the way they were um but yeah i just feel like because there's a but where um because people humans they call them mundanes oh yeah so there's a bit where you know they keep um i think it's alec alec doesn't like her to begin with and it was it keeps you know telling her to go go home mundane and all that and yeah. you know even really early on you know she turns around and she says well i'm not a mundane yeah because she's not but she's just lived her life her the first 18 years of her life is a mundane yeah. but she's not yeah um yeah and it's it's a lot of catch up on her on her behalf you know yeah trying to because she didn't know about any of this but um she's such a natural and most yeah. of it that i it, like it, characters like that that when they get when they find out stuff i mean yes she's know. pissed that her mother's lied to her for the yeah. past 18 years yeah but and it doesn't help that her mom's not there to take the blame yeah um that she just sort of has to deal. Yeah, I do. I can. like characters like that. That yeah. they just kind of get on with it, but then they become almost like stronger because they found yeah. out. Yeah, 
rather yeah. than like, oh, okay, I'm going to sit and have a pity party. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, she has her moments where, you know, she'll have a little pity party, but um, then either Chase or Simon, who I don't like Simon. There's <laughs> um, <laughs> always one, isn't there? There's always one. <laughs> but yeah. that's it, like, I don't like him in the book, I don't like him in the movie, I don't like him in the series. <laughs> so he's just a character that you yeah. don't like. I'm just like, why? All right, well, um, is there anything you're reading at the moment? Um, I'm reading the last book of the Crossfire Oh, that's right, series. you did say that, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm actually not reading anything, and I probably How many books should. have I just given you? I know, I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm not too sure what I'm going to read first, but I will, will read Am I getting a new book for Christmas this year? No, no, no. not. <laughs> Well, not from yeah. me. Not from me, anyway. You I know I've given, I know the one I've that given, you I've gave given me for Christmas last for the, year. For the last couple of Christmases, haven't yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah, and I've um, given them back to Well, not back to you, because they're the mine. Like, I've given them read. to you to read. And you like, haven't read them yet. <laughs> so I've been very slack on my reading lately. I do need to. But no, after and... talking about all this, I do feel like I need to go back and reread or first read a lot of the Nicholas Sparks books. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I, I really should pick up one that I haven't read at all. And, like, because you know how so you always read your favourites? Yeah. So it's like... There's so one, I'll always go back to Sarah Dyson to reread if I read. need something to read. Yeah. But um, I feel like I should do, because I've got a lot Read something, of... like, completely new. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, thank you for being here today, and I appreciate your time. Oh, gosh. Um, and if you want to join the conversation, you can follow me on Twitter at WithMeAJ and on Instagram at CoffeeConvosCurseWords. Thank you for listening. This is Coffee, Convos and Curse Words with me, AJ.